Hello, children, and welcome back to the Friday special by the Sweetness of Yiddishkeit, where children from all over the world join together to enjoy our fascinating stories and even share their own ideas and have lots of fun together. This week we have the most amazing Hanukkah story you've ever heard before. So let's skip the introduction and hop aboard for our ninth show with Rebbe Mendel. This story is about an old Yid who went through the terrible pain and suffering of the Second World War, a Holocaust survivor. Reb Nachum was an old Yid who survived the bitter years of the Holocaust, but was left all alone in the world. After fleeing from the Nazis, he was able to build himself up again with Hashem's kindness. He got married once again and raised a large family with lots of children, grandchildren, and even great-grandchildren. He tried hard to bury his pain from the past deep inside, so it should not disturb the peace of his new family. He made sure to be very warm with all his children and grandchildren, having interesting discussions with each one of them from time to time. Yet stories from his past he never revealed to them. Every year when Hanukkah arrived, the atmosphere in his house would change instantaneously. Everybody remembered already from previous years. When Hanukkah arrives, Zadie becomes gloomy and sad. They all knew it had something to do with his past. But since he never told them anything about his war years, so they had no idea what made him so upset and unhappy on these joyous days of Hanukkah. It would all start when Reb Nachum would get ready for Hanukkah. He would climb up to the attic and bring down his ancient menorah. This menorah was black and bumpy, made out of simple tin, and seemed to be even older than Reb Nachum himself. He would hold it in his trembling hands, while tears would start coming down on his cheeks. Then he would position it on a stool at the main entrance to his house and prepare it for the lighting. The real drama began when it was finally time to light the menorah. Everybody knew what was going to happen next. Reb Nachum would start saying the brachis until he would get stuck from his crying. Baruch Hashem Eloikeinu Melech HaElam Asher Kideshanu B'mitzvah Yisav V'tzivanu When he was finally done with the brachis and started lighting the candles one by one, with each candle that he lit, his crying and sobbing only grew stronger and he would whisper to himself, each day one less, another day and another one less. Nobody ever understood the meaning of these words, but they would all cry along when they saw their beloved father and grandfather sobbing so bitterly. His crying would grow louder and louder until it felt more like Tishabov rather than Hanukkah. This year it was no different. Night after night the same scene repeated itself until his oldest son, Shlomo, decided to put an end to the story. It was already the middle of Hanukkah, but he was determined to make a change happen already this year. And so he went out with his children to find the fanciest menorah for their old Zaidi. Perhaps if Zaidi has a new menorah, it would do something to change the sad atmosphere 
and make him happy on the holy days of Hanukkah, Shlomo explained to his children. Most of the stores had their collection of menorahs already back in the attic or storage room. So he went from store to store until he found a nice looking menorah that was tall and shiny. It was no cheap menorah since it was made out of pure silver decorated with pure gold, but it was definitely worth it. Shlomo went to his father's house carrying the beautiful menorah carefully. He positioned it at the second entrance to the house, just opposite from where the old menorah was standing, and prepared it to be lit. When it was finally time to light the menorah, and the entire family was standing around Rebnachem, and the tension was felt in the air, Shlomo cleared his throat and said, <clears throat> Dear Father, we all love you so much, and we've noticed that the old menorah brings you back bad memories. Yet you've never agreed to tell us what it's all about. Therefore, we decided to buy you a special gift. Look here to the second entrance. A beautiful menorah is standing, ready to be lit. Perhaps it will do something to uplift you from your pain and agony. Reb Nachum stared at the new menorah, and it seemed like he was pondering in his mind what is the right thing to do. He looked back to the old menorah, sighing loudly, then turned back to the new one. Finally, he turned to his family and said, You want to know what it's all about? It's finally time. He began crying once again and said the Baruchas with a broken voice. Then, with trembling hands and loud sobs, he began lighting the old menorah. But this time, with every candle that he lit, he gave a full eulogy. May Hashem remember Avraham, my Bechar, from before the Holocaust, he said while he lit the first candle. Avraham, I cannot forget how wonderful it was to learn with you every Shabbos afternoon. Ay, ay, ay. With the next candle, Reb Nachum's sobs grew stronger and he said, Ay, Yitzchak, my second son, how can I forget how quick you were to fulfill every mitzvah? But you are no longer here. The entire family watched closely as Reb Nachum lit the menorah, telling about the family he had before the terrible war. It seemed like he was lighting nearest neshama, not Hanukkah candles. Reb Nachum was not done, and he went on as he lit the third candle. Yankel, my dear son, how special it was to sit on your bed and tell you stories every night. How can I ever forget your sweet Shema Yisrael? What a pure neshama you had. I promise I will never forget you, my dear child. Then he continued to the fourth candle, crying bitterly. Oi, my Maishele, what a pleasure it was to see how you started learning Chumash. I remember it so vividly how you got excited over the wonderful creation of Hashem. Reb Nachum did not stop for a moment. He went straight to the next four candles with a puddle of tears around him. My Chanala, what a Tzedekis you were! How you helped Mommy prepare the food that all the children should have what to eat in school. Brachala, such a Tzniyazdiki girl you were, and how nice you were always to all your siblings. Rivkala, I still see it clear in my mind how you used to thank Hashem for every kindness. And Sirala, how kind you were to take an extra sandwich to school every day just in case somebody else didn't have what to eat. 
Reb Nachum's crying was so strong that it seemed like the entire world stopped short and listened closely to his bitter eulogy of the family that he had but was no longer around. These were my children. I had eight children, but all of them died one by one. Every day another one perished. Another day, and I had another one child less. Instead of increasing every day to be mosivalech, my family only went and became smaller and smaller with each passing day until nothing at all was left of them. Then Reb Nachum went over to light the shamish and raised his voice. Oi, even my dear wife who held the house like the shamish was taken from me. I can't forget how dedicated you were to our children and how you always taught them that Hashem is kind and loving. But also you were taken from me until I was left like this menorah, black and hurt. The old Zadie then turned to his children and grandchildren. Soon all these candles will go out, just like my entire family from before the war. And the smoke that will rise from the menorah will remind me the smoke that came out of the chimneys after my children were gassed to death and burnt. After this long eulogy and crying, Reb Nachum suddenly got up and said, But you're right. That's it. It's time for me to turn around and look at the new menorah, the beautiful and shiny menorah. From now on, I have to turn my back to the past and look at my new family, this wonderful family that Hashem helped me raise once again after the terrible war. Now I will start lighting the new menorah, and with every candle that will be lit, I will appreciate and tell you about the amazing family that Hashem gave me. And with that, Reb Nachum turned to the new menorah and began lighting it with songs and a happy voice. This is for my dear son Shlomo, and this is for my son David. Like this he went on and on until he came to the Shamish and said, This is for my faithful wife Rachel who built me back up and because of her I have this wonderful new family of children and grandchildren. When he was finally done, he began dancing and singing his own song. When the Nazis gathered on me, killing all my sons and daughters, yet I was spared and left to live, and I was able to build up a new family. The joy and happiness was so great, and ever since that Hanukkah, the old menorah is there only to remind Reb Nachum how Hashem raised him from the dirt to build him up again and give him a new family that will live on forever. Dear children, the time of lighting the menorah is a very special time, as we have all heard in Rebavremel's incredible story, and we must utilize it to the best. So let's remember every day of Hanukkah, with every candle that we light, we'll be thankful to Hashem for having another kindness in our wonderful life. One candle will be for a father who helps us grow in Yerushalayim. The next one will be for our brothers and sisters who are always very supportive. And another one will be for the good friends we have in school. Then we'll go on thanking Hashem for every part in our healthy body until we get to the Shamish, which will be for our loving and caring mother who does not stop looking after us to help us like a Shamish. Now dear children, as a special for Hanukkah, we would like to hear your Hanukkah favorites. What is your favorite Hanukkah food? What is your favorite Hanukkah song? And what is your favorite Hanukkah game?
If you're interested in sharing it with our listeners, then please record yourself and don't forget to mention your name, your age, and where you come from. Then ask an adult to email it to thesweetkite at gmail.com. T-H-E-S-W-E-E-T-K-E-I-T at gmail.com or WhatsApp to 00972-5832399 and we'll make sure to play it on our next podcast. See you all on the next show. This podcast is brought to you by the sweetness of Yiddishkeit. For comments, sponsorships, and more, please contact us at thesweetkite at gmail.com. The Sweetness of Yiddishkeit can be found on Torah Anytime, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. To listen to The Sweetness of Yiddishkeit on the phone, please call our Israeli number 0765-980-394. From anywhere outside of Israel, first insert the Israeli area code. That's 972-765-980-394. Thank you for joining in and have a wonderful Shabbos.